good morning to you on Fellowship Day 379. But hold on a wee minute. It's not quite, it's not quite. It's been a wee while since we did one of these. It's actually day 380. There's a wee white lie, a wee fib, as I'd say in Glasgow. I meant to record yesterday on day 379. But truth be told, some of the day job ran away from me. And deeper truth be told, the offices around mine started to fill up earlier than I thought. And I got a bit self-conscious. Still not entirely over that. Still not entirely over that. I I just simply didn't want to record a sweet monologue in front of other people who might be listening in. It's daft, isn't it? It's dead weird. It's strange, that self-consciousness. Probably part of my inbuilt narcissism that I'm quite willing and excited to put out these podcasts to share some thoughts with you hopefully to hear back from some of you and yet when I'm recording it there's still a little bit of um, self-consciousness shyness nervousness I felt that very recently as well Um, and I will actually say more about this on the genuine day 180 episode that I'm going to record on day 180 so I'll be recording twice today I I was like that when I was recording the You Are Not A Fraud audiobook. So I had quite a break from the podcast over the last month or so at the time of me recording this. And when I started doing that recording, yeah, I was I was excited to do it, but what surprised me most is how nervous I was to do it sitting in a room with uh, Paul Shields, the audio producer. But again, more on that on the day 180 episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Today, that sounds like it's been a long-winded two minutes and 20-ish seconds to get to now, to get to some sort of prompt. And I dare say it's been a touch of oversharing, even for a self-named podcast like this. But the whole point of that, in part, was the theme and prompt of the episode, which is transparency. One of the things that I've been thinking quite deeply about with regards to our research team my leadership of the team and communication with team members has been transparency. Now, this has been a theme that has stayed with me really since the earliest days of me trying to figure out what the hell is going on at the leadership level when moving from team member to team leader. It's something that I've had a great deal of privilege to experience as a team member coming through the ranks And there have on far rarer occasions been times where I've been frustrated, where I've not had the transparency um, given to me that I would have wished. But recently, what's the story? Why am I talking about this again now? We recently had a situation in the lab where, long story short, there was a decision to be made on whether to buy something or make something. Something that would provide a very particular function for a bit of the research in the lab. Will we buy a commercial version of this thing or will we make it? Now to my team's eternal credit, they wanted to make it. They wanted to save on the order of hundreds of pounds to make this thing rather than buy it in. I never asked them to save money. I didn't impress it upon them. I didn't say anything about budget. Uh, We were simply discussing the choice. Now, in the end, what did I decide? On this particular occasion, I decided that it would be more prudent for us to just buy the thing. 
Now, at the time when I said that, I I said it openly, but I said it firmly. I said, let's just get on with it. Let's just buy this. We can do that, and then we can move on. But when I first made that decision, I wasn't entirely clear why. So when I had the chance to review it the next day, it so happened that we had one of our short standing safety meetings for the team. The first thing I spoke about was actually to review the decision I'd made on the previous day about buying this thing rather than making this thing. And what I wanted to do for the team was to be more transparent about that. Not just on how I made the decision, but how they as growing leaders in their own right might approach the same sort of decision for themselves when they're in the chair, when they're holding the purse strings, when they are responsible for others in their care. So I owed it to them to be transparent. Firstly, to justify the decision and to make it remain an open conversation and to actually applaud them for the decision that they had proposed. And at the same time, it was going beyond that to offer transparency as an educational piece to say, look, I'm the leader of this team now. I don't have all the answers. I'm trying to figure this out. But as the responsible leader, this is how I came to that decision. So why did I come to that decision, actually? Why did I say, let's buy this thing rather than make it? Firstly, it was one where we had the budget. So price wasn't really a concern. The factor that perhaps team members were missing that I knew because it's my responsibility to know is this thing that we are going to buy, how much of a long-term investment is it? And again, in short, what I could see was is that the outlay of several hundreds of pounds for this thing was worthwhile because this particular item is probably something that will remain in our team as part of the woodwork of the lab until I retire. You know, presuming I have a, a long-standing career in academia. We're buying this at really the earliest stages of my academic career. But for our team, that thing that we buy will be an investment and will probably be uh, a long-standing and very useful item for decades to come, never mind years. So I could see that what looked like something rather expensive now would actually be quite cheap when you think about it in the long term and very, very worthwhile. Here's the hard part. On top of that, we are working on particular projects just now that have quite a waiting towards time sensitivity. It's now or never. We've got a window of opportunity and we're trying to make the very most of it before it closes. So the decision made to buy this particular item rather than make it was one in which time would be saved and focus could be invested elsewhere. So all of this was laid out to the team but on top of that, the flip side, as I mentioned, was to congratulate the proposal of making this thing because a larger part of what we do does focus on a maker mentality, a maker mentality, a willingness to be the generalist and to learn more by taking more time to make something rather than buy it. So the decision I made, it was equally important to lay it out, to be transparent about it not simply for all those other reasons I've laid out, but to really be crystal clear as to why on this particular occasion it was important to make the decision I did, even although it looked like a contradiction to the culture that we've been trying to build in the team. And I dare say that by the end of that conversation, 
there was an appreciation for me being so transparent. To be clear, I could have left it the day before and just said, the decision is that we're buying it, that's final. There's nothing more to say about it. Leave it, move on. That was the, that would have been the easy thing to do. That's exactly what could have happened. But I was uneasy with it. And I remember those rare times where that sort of opaque decision-making had been thrown at me. And you don't appreciate it because you feel shut out from the bigger picture. It makes you feel more like a, a subordinate than a supported team member. And, and I don't want that for anyone in my care. I know I'm trying to make myself sound like the big I am here, the big leading evangelist, but I'm not this is, as ever unscripted. And it's the only way I know how to say it. This is me still trying to figure shit out as a leader. Oh, are we expletive on this pretend day 100 and 100, 379? So shocked was I by the swear word that I uh, entirely mixed up the, the century of days that we were in. Anyway, sponsored as tangents by ever. Let me get back on track. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure all this out. But transparency is an important part of that. Not just in figuring leadership out, but making it part of the fabric of leadership going forward. So for you, for your projects, your teams, those in your care, how can your decisions be made more transparent? But more than that, how can your decisions as a leader be turned into educational tools for those in your care who are the next generation of leaders standing right in front of you? Once again, thanks as ever for being here. I would love to hear from you. A reminder once again that you can reach out on the podcast web pages at dr-mark-read.com forward slash podcast. Every podcast web page has a form where you can send me a question or upload an audio recording of your question. I'll read it out or play it out on a future Q&A episode. We've had two Q&A episodes so far. I'd love to have three and more turn this podcast into more of a conversation piece wherever possible but for now take care and i'll see you soon for another episode of the read indeed podcast be well a reminder that my new book you are not a fraud a scientist's guide to the imposter phenomenon is available now you can grab your copy as an ebook paperback hardback and soon audiobook from the links in the description thanks in advance for checking it out 